Chapter twenty two of the last Egyptian. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Kathleen. The last Egyptian by L. Frank Baum. The Dragoman's Inspiration they left the train at the station opposite feta and the dragoman secured a native to row them in his skiff across the river consinor asked no questions and appeared wholly indifferent as to their destination indeed his life had been so aimless since his disgraceful flight from cairo that he welcomed any diversion that might relieve its dull monotony when they arrived at feta tadros took him secretly to the hut of old nefert the bread-baker which was directly across the street from the dwelling of hadacha now owned by kara the viscount was inclined to resent the filthiness of the hovel wherein he must hide until the dragoman led him to the shade of the opposite archway and explained to him something of the project he had in mind tadros began by relating the royal one's early history emphasizing the fact that old hadacha had been able to support herself and kara without any labor whatever then he told of hadacha's death and how he tadros had discovered the valuable rolls of papyrus in kara's possession from thence to the brilliant advent of the prince in cairo was but a step and the entire history permitted but one explanation the fact that kara had knowledge of an ancient tomb containing great riches once said the dragoman kara and i made a visit to feta but i did not suspect his errand and so neglected to watch him being at the time greatly occupied with a certain maiden in the morning i found he had loaded his travelling cases with treasures wonderful gems that have enabled him to live in princely fashion ever since where did he get them asked consinor eagerly as i said from some hidden tomb the secret of which is known only to himself do you think he has carried all the treasure away i have reason to believe that more remains than has ever been taken once in an unguarded moment kara told me that he could not spend it all in a thousand years do you suppose we can discover this tomb yes if we are clever it is no use to hunt without a clue but kara will furnish us the clue we need in what way the viscount inquired he is coming here presently consinor frowned i do not care to meet him he said hastily nor do i rejoined tadros with a shudder but it will not be necessary for us to meet kara who will not suspect we are in the village what then he is coming to secure more treasure his former supply being exhausted as i have reason to know he has promised his tradesmen money and will not dare delay his visit to feta besides he is not far from here at this very moment by to-morrow if he comes in winston bay's dahabia he will reach this place if he decides to take a railway train he may be here this evening in that case what do you propose to do demanded consinor spy upon him discover where the treasure is hidden and when he is gone help ourselves was the confident reply the idea seemed quite feasible when further elaborated they entered the room of kara's dwelling and examined the place carefully this explained the dragoman is doubtless his starting point from here he has either a secret passage into the mountain or he steals away to the desert where the entrance to the tomb is hidden underneath the shifting sands we must be prepared to watch him in either event 
and that is why i have proposed to you to assist me rather than try to secure all the fortune myself i am assured there is plenty for two and to spare doubtless replied the viscount laconically already he saw visions of great wealth which would enable him to return to london and rise superior to all the sneers and scandals that had been thrust upon him they discussed the matter long and earnestly the few inhabitants of the village stupid and inert being entirely ignorant of their presence it was finally decided that ankara's approach consinor should conceal himself beneath the dried rushes of the old bed tadro so arranging his position that the viscount could observe every action of one moving within the room then the dragoman would himself lurk at the edge of the village to follow kara if he stole away into the desert as a matter of fact tadros was firm in his belief that the treasure was hidden within the mountain but he had no intention of risking his own life when he could induce consinor to become his cat's paw discovery meant death he knew that well enough it was better not to take chances and if the viscount succeeded in learning kara's secret it would mean the same to tadros as learning it himself he knew how to handle this outcast englishman and if the treasure proved as large as he suspected he could afford to be generous and would play fair with his accomplice otherwise but that could be considered later tadros did not desire to expose the stranger to the curious gaze of the villagers but there was no harm in their knowing that the dragoman had come among his old friends once more so he insisted that consignor should stay concealed in nefert's hovel flying to a dark corner at the sound of every footstep while he himself visited sarah and her daughter in furtherance of his sagacious plans End of the Dragoman's Inspiration